Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave and it is finally time. It's here. Tomorrow, in fact, if you listen to this on Wednesday. Uh, if not, maybe you've already seen it. But anyway, it's Avengers Infinity War week and that means we're going to talk all things Avengers Infinity War, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, uh, source material, all things MCU leading up to this momentous occasion. Uh, to do this wonderful 101 AGU episode, uh, I have brought with me one intelligent scholar and Tom. I am here. That was that was meant as an insult, but all right, he didn't get it. That's okay. He, he ignored it. He, he turned it around on me. Uh, also joining us is one who doesn't know anything about these things and is here to learn and enjoy and be entertained or just get lost, one or the other. Uh, it's Jenny. Probably a bit of everything you just said. Sure. <laughs> uh, so none of us, uh, as it says in the description of the episode, none of us have seen this movie yet, so there are no spoilers. Um, I did see some things about who Peter Dinklage might be playing, but I don't think that's true. So uh, I'm not even going to talk about it. So, uh, it's a well-kept secret. To this point, yeah, we're a week away. We're recording this a week away from the movie being released, and they still haven't announced who that character is. Uh, but my guess is it's a mocap character, so... Uh, it does. Okay, let's start there. What's a mocap? You know everything Doug Jones does. Everything. Uh, okay. Um, what's his name? The guy, the voice of Gollum. Uh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, pretty much all the stuff he does. So anything mocap uh, is like what those motion guys are. capture. Okay, I get it. I yeah, get sorry, it. I went all industry on you. You went all industry like <laughs> slang that these old folks don't get. I don't have time. I don't have time. In and she's already learned something. I, I, I don't have time for complete <laughs> words. Got to shorten them. Uh, all right. So this is uh, the 19th film in the MCU. 19 movies later. I remember seeing Iron Man in the movie theater. Does everybody have that memory? Yes. I, that that movie was kind of what like started everything. You know, like nobody really, there wasn't really any super good like comic movies in my experience other than you know like well no there wasn't really any there were good ones but there weren't anything i was like whoa and then iron man everybody didn't have any expectations for it and everybody's like wow well yeah that was the starting point for me it was the starting point for a lot of things marvel had been bankrupt for a long time up to this point and sold off a lot of their characters which is why fantastic four and the x-men and all of these characters were with um, like fox and sony like spider-man so they sold their movie rights to keep the company afloat. And then they said, let's just make our own movies. And they said, let's go back to the well. One of our old, old characters that nobody really likes. Iron Man. Let's let's do that. And we'll cast an actor that everybody's since written off. Nobody cared about Robbie Downey Jr. That, at that point. Nope. He had been you know, fighting his addictions and that kind of thing. And at the... <laughs> Uh, leading up to it, I didn't care. Like, I'm like Iron Man, really? This is what we're doing? All right, I'll just go watch Batman Begins again, I guess. <laughs> and it's just at that time you had the that the Nolan trilogy coming at you, so I was like, okay, you had Sin City at that time, so there was decent comic book movies being made, uh, and then this little Iron Man project with John Favreau, the guy, <laughs> the guy, uh, you know, um, what's his name's little buddy. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yeah, Vince Vaughn's little buddy from Rudy and Swingers. Uh, and I'm like, oh, all right, new director, and we got Gwyneth Paltrow, and uh, I don't know. So 
You go in, you see it, you're like, all right, that wasn't so bad. That was pretty good. Some good music in that movie. They stuck to the source material pretty well. And then there's this thing in the credits. This thing hinting at the Avengers project. And that is when the goose pimples, the geek pimples arose on everybody's arms and necks. And we thought that something more might be happening. And then Incredible Hulk came out later that year. In fact, a month later. Um, and we got... Was that the one with Edward Norton or... Yeah, that's Ed Norton. Okay. Another, a, a good Hulk, better than, you know, the Hulk movie that came out before that. Yeah, the Eric Bana one was not good. No, no, it wasn't good. And then this one was, was decent. It was good. And I'll, I'll fight people. I like this movie. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and, and we got a second Stan Lee cameo. And then there was that, that thing at the end, but this time it's <laughs> Tony Stark talking to the general Thaddeus uh, about, about, uh, about the Avengers project. And we're like, wait a minute. That's, that's Robert Downey Jr. He was in that other movie. What's he doing in this movie? And then it all started to come together. They're making a universe. And it all culminated with Iron Man 2 after that. Thor, back then it was one movie a year. In fact, there was two years apart between Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. Unheard of at this point in time. <laughs> like, what's, funny, what's funny though is too, is like you can go back and watch it. Iron Man 2 doesn't really hold up that well in my honest opinion. But Iron Man 1... Is still a damn good movie. Yeah, I the worst the two uh, for me. Let's we'll go around the table here before we start talking about Infinity War. What is your favorite MCU movie? And mine fluctuates from time to time. It depends on the day, really, for me. But you know, and I'll ask Jenny first because she has a hard time telling them apart. But do you have like a standout favorite MCU movie? Um, I really like <clears throat> Winter Soldier, which is surprising because I'm not a big. Uh, captain america fan Mm -hmm. but i love the storyline in it and it although there's some dirtiness in the marvel universe i felt that that was the the least childish of them if that makes sense you mean like it's more it's more adult and serious yeah it's more adult more serious not not too um, dark like like the dceu movies yeah it doesn't have it didn't have padded corners and safety locks on the drawers you know it was <laughs> it, it went sure, all sure. out of just being you know it felt less like a disney movie happened, you know and you and i i felt like i because of that and i'm i'm a little i mean horror movies are my favorite thing like i i felt more um relatable to the characters in that movie than I had in the other movies. I enjoyed the other ones, but I think that's my favorite um, until recently of like the best ones. That one, that one's really good. What do you mean until recently? What do you have like? Well, what? I I'm sort of torn between that and Black Panther now, but okay. in two totally different ways. I, I sure. love Black Panther for the fact that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Like the characters in Black Panther, I think as an ensemble was was way stronger. But in Winter Soldiers, the focus characters were awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like there were so many characters that I didn't ha- in Black Panther that I didn't have to focus just on one storyline. I was just like, this is amazing. But I still go back to Winter Soldier for the fact that these central characters were so strong in it that. Yeah. Big thumbs up. So sure. I'm gonna keep Winter Soldier right there, but Black Panther is kind of, kind of trying to balance it out there. 
what I like about Winter Soldier, and it's one of the reasons why I like Ant Man. It's 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 Winter Soldier and Ant Man. Winter Soldier is a political thriller, uh, hiding as a, a superhero movie, and Ant Man is a is a as a heist movie with superheroes, and it's like a cool genre bending type thing, and I, I enjoy that. Tom, what's your favorite MCU movie? I will give Jenny credit. Winter Soldier is actually number two on my list, and I can totally get what she's saying. It's a little more grown up because you're right with the political conspiracy stuff. It just seemed more real worldish, if you can say that, where there was no superpowers involved and such. And I remember it was the first time where you realized this might be really big because you dusted off Robert Redford, a very well known, huge actor who is now coming into the comic book genre to get on board for this. And was, spoiler alert, really... a bad guy, basically. Like, which was kind of shocking, but kind of what you said too, though, is like it, it was, it, you didn't really watch Winter Soldier as it being a superhero movie. Right. You know, you nailed it on the head on that one. I think that might be why I focused on the characters more than I did in other ones. Cause uh, Dave, I'm actually like Ant-Man, I think is probably my, my least favorite out of the universe. That's cause you're, that's cause you love Edgar Wright and they kicked him off the movie. <laughs> That's the well, only reason. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I would love to see what Edgar Wright would have done with it, but that's not, that's nothing. I love Paul Rudd. I, their storyline, like, I don't know. I just, there, there was nothing about it that stood out to me. I don't mind the character when he's part of the universe, like in... Um, Civil War. Well, yeah, like, I, I didn't mind him there. Like, I, I kind of like a little bit of humor and the cool, like, I'm big, I'm small, all that. But a full feature-length movie of him, I got kind of bored. So, so, okay, but back to Tom. Tom <laughs> keep talking about Winter Soldier. Oh, well, I'm done with Winter Soldier, and I totally disagree with you and agree with Dave. Ant-Man is great. <laughs> well, with, um, what, one more thing. One more, one more thing. I'm also, though, on another – I'm not a fan of, uh, of Deadpool, so. Oh, wow. I, I might not be a – I like it. But I could take it or leave it. Sure, sure. I uh, yeah. I, I for Deadpool, it's funny to me. I have comments about Deadpool, but I'll save those for off the air because they involve right. something else. Um, no, but as Winter Soldier. My favorite, I would say, was was the Avengers because I thought that was really cool because this is the first time we've seen these heroes that have been established in various movies all come together. I don't, I can't recall a movie where we've seen that happen. And to me, that movie still resonates. It's just wow, this is a huge moment. And I thought it just played out perfectly. Something something the Marvel or the MCU does that the DCU didn't do is they earned it. So Avengers was the culmination of five movie, six movies. No, five movies. So it was the, you've met these characters and now they're culminating in this one movie. With the DCEU, and they earned these scenes from comic book covers, like in Civil War when, when Iron Man punches the shield. That's straight from the panels. And they earned that moment. Like you felt it. But when Superman punches Batman or vice versa, you're like, why are we doing this? Why is what, is, what is happening? Why did they start off so badly? Yeah. Like, it was just, they didn't earn those moments. And the culmination of them coming together in Justice League, again, I still think is a fun movie. It was just cheated. Like, we're just going to give you the Justice League. Here it is. And that's it. I can, yeah, I agree with that. But with the Avengers, yeah, it was it was a big moment. I don't know. It was it was epic as far as movie making and comic book fans colliding. Like that's a that's a big moment when all of those characters on the same screen. And for me, being a Joss Whedon fan, knowing he was behind it made it even more better. Well, without like getting sidetracked with um with DC, it's it's a good example of how 
the MCU is is better for the fact that in complete they they have figured out how to do a complete art direction. They know they know what they're trying to accomplish with their style. And DC, on the other hand, DC doesn't know if it wants to be a hot topic ad or a death rock video. Like I don't I don't know what DC is trying to do. I think they they've actually chosen great actors for their scenes, except like what you said, they 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 didn't take time to actually put any um, character backdrop to them. Like they tell you the basic backdrop of the story, but they you don't actually feel anything for these characters yet. And I think that's just bad writing and bad production where the MCU has done it great. Like they, they nailed it with the first Iron Man because a lot of people didn't really have any experience with Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, I mean, I, I know Superman, I know Batman, but I don't know many of the other characters. So everybody's like, they made an Iron Man movie. And I'm like, Who's Iron Man again? Is he just in an iron suit? Is he a is he a robot? Like I I was an idiot. I didn't know. And you you go in and you start seeing the trials and tribulations of being Tony Stark, and you're like, this is really good. And I think that's where through the whole thing that they've done such a great job. It's like I I've enjoyed the Thor movies, but Thor Ragnarok was so good. And it and it go even though they like they switched the thing, it was funny and it was brightly colored and it was it still had dark tones to it and they managed to hit every note that you need to hit in an action comic movie basically what's what's funny to me is marvel so they made these origin movies iron man hulk thor captain america uh guardians even ant-man doctor strange those are all origin movies right they were made before those characters were introduced so they weren't in movies beforehand but Black Panther was. Black Panther was in Civil War, and he got a decent origin story within, like, five minutes of his character being on the screen, right? We know he's from Wakanda. His father died. He took over. So that's that's the story, right, for him? And then we get the Black Panther movie, and they don't have to spend all of this time on an origin story. We can dive right into the world of Wakanda and dig into what's happening to T'Challa. And we right. can actually have fun. Whereas when the DC and I mean, this, this isn't all going to be Marvel versus DCEU, but whereas the DCEU takes Flash's origin story, and I don't need the Flash origin story, I know it. Um, but you know, jet, uh, general audiences they do, and they give it to you in one of the worst ways possible in both Batman vs Superman and in Justice League. And then they shoehorn in he's got a dad in jail, who's innocent maybe, like <laughs> oh by the way. Like, by the way, that's just forced in there. It, it, it gives that character some some levity, not some levity, but some weight and some emotion. But at the same time, why do we care right now? Like there's there's aliens coming. Well, I think the most interesting part, too, though, and you guys can go back in the previous podcast and, and quote me as this is like I was fed up with how many times times can we redo Superman or Spider-Man like I like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man until they started adding five million villains into the movies, you know? I didn't care about the Andrew Garfield one that much, but they were it. And I'm just like, do we have to have a third Spider-Man in the last, like, 10, 15 years? I'm like, come on, people. So I wasn't excited about it at all. I totally didn't want to see the the origin story. I, I know his uncle died, and I know he, like, went into a lab and now he's a spider okay like i was not into it but 
when it came out, we rented it, and and I I was glad I watched it. It's not on my top favorite, but I thought they did a really good job of not having to beat you over the head with the same information. But if you didn't know anything of Spider-Man and jumped into that movie, you would still understand what was going on. And I felt like with the DC Universe, I had no clue what was going on with Cyborg. Right. I, I honestly... I kind of thought I did, and then I'm like, maybe I don't. So I, DC definitely does a really good so let job me ask, of let me Let me ask you a simple quiz. Did you know he was a former college football player, Cyborg? I, I knew I, – I wouldn't relate it to football player, but I knew he was like – there was something to do with athletics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that he was in an accident, and that's why half his body was destroyed? Yeah, did his dad work? Like, did his dad make him that, or did so? I, his dad, I, his dad I tried to help, like, put by like cybernetics in him, and nothing worked to to get him back to normal until this do this dark side device. And I don't know if it was a mother box in the comic books originally. Um, I don't believe it was. Right, I don't think it was. And then the, the new Fifty Two kind of reset that. That's like two thousand eleven comic books, Jenny. Yeah, they kind of rebooted the, it to be. Him part of the mother box deal. Anyway, all right, we're way off track. Uh, and even Homecoming is a separate movie. It's a comic book movie with this coming of age high school story. It's kind of kind of fun that way. Um, but it goes with what you said too. I don't need to see his origin story again, and they right. didn't do it, so which was great. Yeah. yeah. So all right, and then now, now you kind of mentioned a couple of them, but uh, uh, your least favorite MCU movie, Tom. I still stick with Thor two. I'm just not a fan of it at all. All right, Jenny. I'm I'm gonna go with Ant Man. It didn't stay with me, but I I know what you mean, Tom. Like that's not a strong movie. Like it's 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 a rental, you know. It has a, it has a huge point in it as far as the ether, but aside from that, I, I the story just kind of felt jumbled and all over the place. I wasn't a fan. Still not. Thor, yeah, Thor: The Dark World is tough when it sucks so hard because Christopher Eccleston's the bad guy and he's one of my favorite Doctor Who characters. He's one of my favorite Doctors. And I liked him a lot on Heroes, and he's just a good actor. And then he comes in, and he gets this this elf, dark elf villain character that's a big deal in Thor's universe, Malekith. Mm-hmm. And th- they just crapped the bed with that storyline. It's it was not good. But my least favorite is Iron Man three. I hate Iron Man three. I can't. I can't. Oh, even... see, I would take Iron Man three over Iron Man two. I can't even watch day. it. I can't even watch it anymore. It's oh, like see, Iron Man three, Iron Man two is unwatchable. With Mickey Rourke, like, I was really excited for that one. It is so bad. I did a whole marathon a couple weekends ago where I watched all three of them because they were on, like, TNT or one of those. Like, probably games. FX. Probably FX. Yeah, probably <laughs> FX. FX plays those all the time. And, I, you know, it's one of those where it's, like, a Sunday and I wasn't feeling good. So I'm like, I'm going to just, I'm going to take it easy today. And Veg I went on the all couch. three of them. And I forgot how freaking good Iron Man 1 was. And I got through two and I'm just like, that one. This kind of shit. Wait, wait, doesn't Iron Man 2 have the drunk Iron Man? Where he's like a DJ? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the best! <laughs> it was the worst movie! It's the introduction I mean, of... Sam of... Rockwell was okay in it. Like, yeah, he, he was. Really cool character, but that movie was the worst of the three. I know, I got, I'm worst. with Dave. I think three was worse. Three is oh. like... Three is like Kiss, kiss, bang, bang meets Iron Man, and I was not having it. Like they Shane, tried to, they try to throw too much into it. Shane it's Black stories. The only part it just, that no. I didn't, the only part in three that I didn't like was um, 
Pepper storyline. I mean, like now I am like a glowing woman. Who? Well, Ed, I mean that's I that's that's from the comic book, so I didn't mind that. But that they ruined. I mean, they kind of glossed over the fact that they didn't actually ruin it. But they built up one of the biggest characters in Iron Man's arsenal. Yes, and it ended up being just this huge joke. And again, with the famous, very famous actor playing the character, great actor, yes. Um, and it, they just just destroyed all hope of that movie being good. And they can still go back to that villain. They've already said that they've made it clear in one of the shorts that that was that the, the actual person is upset that they use that guy's name, the Mandarin. So the Mandarin does exist in the MCU. He's not right. the fake Mandarin that we saw in Iron Man three. But, and then he wasn't Guy Pierce's uh, character. N- no, Guy Pierce's character was different. Who was well, who am I thinking of? Sir Ian? No, Sir. Yeah, of, uh... Sir Ian. Uh, Sir. Uh, oh my gosh. There's too many sirs in my brain right now. Gandhi. Uh, ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> ben Kingsley. Yeah, ben thank you. He's not a sir. <laughs> I don't think he's been no, knighted. I don't believe he is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he was. He was quote unquote the Mandarin, and it was actually Guy Pierce who was pretending to be the Mandarin, but he was Aldrich Killian, who was a different bad guy in the comic books. So they, like, just wasted so much in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben Kingsley ended up playing a guy named just Trevor Slattery. <laughs> uh, but they had such a cool thing going. I mean, it was such a, a, a terrifying villain, this Mandarin character they had in the movie. Like, he's just blowing stuff up at will and just, just t- you know, doing whatever he wants and like it was, it was terrifying, but it didn't work. Like they, they just destroyed it. Um, but what was cool is Ty Simpkins was in it, and he's from Jurassic World, and he's a good actor, good little kid actor from both Insidious movies. He's a little boy that Tony corrupts. I like that storyline too. Like his little garage of of stuff, and he was way smarter than Tony in that ep- that series. Yeah. All right. Now let's let's get back to the the nitty gritty here and get talking about Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet is the the I guess you'd call it the 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 basis of some of the story that we're going to see. It's got characters in it that we're not going to see in the movie, but uh, likely replaced by our core Avengers, uh, of which there are seventy six main characters in Infinity War. If you haven't heard a million times already, um, there's a lot of them, guys. Uh, so. The basic plot of Infinity War, again, this is not spoilers, we all know this. Uh, it's two years after the Avengers were torn apart from Civil War. Thanos arrives on Earth to collect the Infinity Stones for a gauntlet that allow him to bend reality to his will. The Avengers must join forces with the Guardians of the Galaxy to stop him before his onslaught of destruction puts an end to half the universe. That's important. Half the universe is uh is straight from the comics. Okay, but is it like the good half versus the bad half? Or... No, 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 no. He just wants to it, end. It he just like, wants. He... I want to get rid of that shithole called, you know, what have you, and I'm going to keep the Vegas, what have you. No. And then you like compete, like, well, technically Vegas, you know, you know, is it one of those type of stories? No, he doesn't care. Just half. No, he doesn't care. I'm just destroying half of it. And he actually succeeded with a lot of it in Infinity Gauntlet. He gets to destroy a lot of stuff. Right away. Yeah, uh, he kills a lot of people <laughs> in that book. That's, that's all I've heard since that first trailer is, is who's going to die in this movie. I we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of this episode. I, I have a feeling a lot of the deaths are going to be saved for the next Avengers movie next year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there will be one big one to kind of leave a cliffhanger to the next one. You know what I mean? Um, to kind of leave you like, no way. How? Like, what are we gonna do now? Type of thing. Is it gonna be Tony Stark? Oh, I don't... do it at the end, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, although I'm, I'm torn. I, I, I think that either Tony Stark or Captain America has to go down. Except Captain America totally turns me on when he's got his like he's like oh, fighting boy. his hand and he's like ah, and I'm like woo! Oh, right, let it be Tony. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Calm down. Um, so all right, Infinity Stones, Tom. Can you remember which ones we've seen? Uh, we have seen the Power Stone. When went tell Jenny where and what color? That is the that is the purple stone that we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's I'm the right, one right. that they I'm all right, held right. hands is... in a, and sang a pretty song together at the dance off. <laughs> they didn't sing, but yeah, okay, you got it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the Mind Stone, which was originally in Loki's scepter, which is now upon the forehead of Vision. Follow. I like Vision. I like since he's got the stone. He's been a better character since the stone. Well, he wasn't alive before well, the stone. He wasn't alive. That's what <laughs> there was alive. there was no vision before the stone. Well, wasn't he the uh, wasn't Vision part of the computer no. program? No, 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 no. It's a mutated version of that. Essentially, he his voice was the voice of Tony's like software. Jarvis. 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 But it's not. It's not he, Jarvis. I see, and maybe that's my flaw, but I always think Vision is Jarvis, so right. I just think he's like a real-life Siri. Okay, no. It's a it's an entire entity that um, Ultron created. Or, not created, well, I guess he, he made live. He made yeah, right. that, that was the, the whole doctor, thing when they, like, was... raised Russia and dropped it, right? Not Russia, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> a country. It was Dr. Cho who was the one that created him. Right, but she couldn't. She couldn't bring life to him until they the put. Stone. Yeah, they put uh, vibranium inside him, and then yeah. and then the stone brought him to life when Thor came down. Okay, is vibranium the stuff that is all in um, Wakanda? Wakanda. Wakanda. Okay, which is also used to be in Tony Stark's chest. No. No. Oh, different thing. Yes. The arc reactor. That's that. Yeah, completely separate. That's a. That's a. That's a. I ad- thought though that was the whole story with the second one. Is that? They want, or wasn't, didn't he get his, like, upgrade because he got some of that? No. Am I thinking of this wrong? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, why did they make it so damn complicated? He just upgraded it in the second one. It had nothing to do with, with uh, Vibranium. Um, Vibranium was in Ultron. We saw it for the first time in Ultron, and then you saw it again in Black Panther. Um, there's the, to be it, honest, the first time you saw it was in Captain America with the shield. The shield is made of Vibranium. Cap's yes. shield. Uh, oh, okay. That, Maybe that's that Stark's that. Stark's father made, by the way, um, if you weren't paying attention. Um, and vibranium will probably be made, and I'm pretty sure it's confirmed in the trailer to replace Winter Soldier's arm. Okay. So his new arm will be made of vibranium. Fuck these, right? Yes. Good job. All right, continue. <laughs> uh, I the, try. Uh, I try. The uh, we've seen the Tesseract, which was. Uh, all the way back to Captain America, the first Avenger. But it, Tesseract's played in a lot of the movies. So, And then there was the ether in that crap fest, Thor 2. Wow. But we last saw it being <laughs> delivered to the Collector, but then the Collector's menagerie was destroyed. The menagerie. The Galaxy, so we don't know hang what on, it was. Hang on, it's the menagerie. <laughs> it's, 
It's not a menagerie. It's not a three way. It's not some three way. <laughs> oh, I didn't say menagerie. Oh, I said menagerie. Uh, <laughs> that went off the rails. Yeah. All right. Um, and that's the one that was hanging out with the collectors with Howard the Duck, right? Yes. Okay. Well, the ether's there. They don't reference it in Guardians, but at the was it a bonus scene? Uh, in one of the movies, yeah, it's a bonus scene because the one, two of the warriors take it to the collector. Yeah, I think it's the one guy that died in Ragnarok. Spoiler alert! They all and died. They all died no, except not. for Sif. And the last one I think is the the time stone we've seen, which currently resides around the neck of one Doctor Stephen Strange. Well, sometimes. Well, yeah. The eye of Agamemnon. Oh, I forgot about Doctor Strange. He's kind of a. Uh... Maybe one or two up from Ant-Man in my list of stuff. That's disturbing. Uh, the Eye of Agamotto is what it, yes, is. it is. And he has not earned the right, as of the end of the movie, to wield it permanently. But someday he will, according to Wong. Okay. I'm just going back to the movie. So, what? Haven't, <laughs> which one do we not know about? Where is it? Uh, we don't know about the Soul Stone. We have not seen the Soul Stone yet in the films. Okay, real quick. So, what does the Soul Stone do other than he just needs all of it? <laughs> well, it's very big in Infinity Gauntlet. It's it's really huge to part of the storyline. So, go ahead. I don't know how they're I don't know how they're going to play it out in the movie, but the Soul Stone actually can tell within the soul of an individual, because within the comic books in the Infinity Gauntlet, that's actually where Adam Warlock is residing, which. We don't. He's not in any of the movies yet. Although he's been hinted reference. He's been teased reference at the end of Guardians Two. Right in the credit scenes, there's a tease of Adam Warlock when they go to, what are those things called? The gold people. Uh, well, we'll just say we'll just say the golden people to help Jenny. Yeah. Those, yeah. those golden people in Guardians okay. Two. At the end, she says she's got something to change the game or something, and it's right. this thing in this giant like mummy tomb cocoon thing. You remember? Which looked a lot like the one that was in the collector's right. menagerie. Right. Do you know? Do you know what I'm referencing, Jenny? Kinda, kinda. <clears throat> so that's yes, and it could be Tom. Right. But it, no, it actually can't be because okay. Timeline wise, t- different things. Timeline wise, Guardians Two takes place like three or four years ago. Like it's before Civil War. So the timeline, okay. I don't yeah. think that's going to be important, really, to the Avengers, but it, they do make a point of it to tell you what year it is when they're fighting that big squid thing in the beginning of Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. And it's like 2014 or something like that. Anywho, yes, so the Soul Stone, which is orange, we have not seen, but Wong in Doctor Who said in the ancient text the Soul Stone could prove to be the greatest threat of all the Infinity Stones. So it is referenced once. And you do right. see, you do see the... The all the stones in Guardians when the collector's talking about them before his little slave girl kills herself. Grab, yeah, grabs the one. Yeah. Okay. So you see them with the. So go back uh, and watch that. Yeah, the elementals. There's a little uh, flashback type story. <clears throat> okay. Um. So those are the Infinity Stones that make up the Infinity Gauntlet. We've seen a fake Infinity Gauntlet. We've been told it's fake, proven fake now in Thor Ragnarok when when uh, Hela just. Throws it on the ground and says, fake. <laughs> says fake. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we saw it a long time ago in uh, in that, that trophy room. And we're all like, well, there it is. But then we see mm-hmm. Thor holding it. Or not Thor. We see uh, Thanos holding it in one of the cutscenes. And he says he's got to do it himself. And then we're all thinking, well, what the? And they cleared that That'd up pretty quickly. 
<laughs> they cleaned that up right nice. Um, so, all right. That's it. Infinity Stones, Infinity Gauntlet. Good, Jenny? Good. And once they're all together, wielded in this gauntlet, Thanos can destroy half the half the universe. Now, is it... Can he only destroy half the universe because he only wants to destroy half the universe? Or does the universe just go, nope, you hit your maximum? Uh, like an yeah. old Nintendo game or something? Like you I, can't go farther? Right. I, I think it's similar to we can't we can't allow any one thing to destroy the entire universe, so we'll give him half. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think it's very important to, uh, to reference why he wants it, because he's trying to impress uh, Lady Death. Mistress Death. There's a mistress death. Yeah, Lady Death is a image character, a dark horse character. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. Has he have refer- we met her yet? No. Nobody referenced her once. Right. When you're courting death. Yes. He says you're courting death, and that's a name drop to Mistress Death. Yes, he's he's infatuated with her because she did bring him back to life at one point. Before he started going after the Infinity Stones, or the Gauntlet. Um, and he's done several little quests for her. Um, I don't know if we'll see her in the movie. We were, people were theorizing that Hela might take the place of Mistress Death. Um, that's Hela still, was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's she still could. So we'll, uh, you know, it's n- not known whether she was destroyed or not with Ragnarok. But uh, other characters from the book that we likely will not see and will get replaced are Adam Warlock. I don't think we're going to see him. I don't think so. Every time you say that name, I think you're talking about an actor's name. Okay. <laughs> uh, Silver Surfer. I'm like trying to put, like, who is that actor? What has he played in before? Uh, Silver Surfer, <laughs> you're not going to see him. Um, he has a pretty big role. Uh, you will see Doctor Strange. You will see Nebula. I don't think you're going to see Mephisto. Um, no. Eternity and the Living Tribunal, probably not. So those are characters that are important in the book that you won't see. Um, so yeah, uh, based on the trailer, it looks like we will get a little bit of origin story between daddy and daughter when it comes to Gamora and Thanos. Uh, there's a couple scenes where she's being taken from her home planet as a child and she holds his his giant hand with her little fingers. <laughs> so sweet. Uh, but it does very much look like the Chitari are the ones keeping their planet at bay. So he has conquered this planet, stolen this girl... And the inhabitants of the planet, you know, uh, Gamora's family and whatnot, are helpless. And they just have to let her be taken. And then she grows up um, to be badass. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, one difference in the comic, too, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Nebula is actually referenced as his granddaughter in Infinity Outlet. And she's actually like a pirate, like a uh, space pirate type thing. You had me at space pirate. But that's a difference that the way they've introduced her in Guardians as per what it was in the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, yeah. And just to sidetrack a little bit off topic, I think I hear a dryer in the background. Or I so- think you do. Or popcorn. It's yeah, popcorn. This is a popcorn extravaganza. It's fine. We'll, 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 we'll listen for your delicates to be dry. <laughs> my my dainty. <laughs> We should start a game when Tom's on of can we guess all the background noises? Hey. Like, is that the drawer close? Nope, that's the washer. Is that American Ninja Warrior in the background? Oh, you're on a fire. They're both. That's both. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. All right. I, 
I, you know, I haven't, like, here's what we were talking about earlier. I, I like the whole MCU and such, and I'm super excited for this movie. It looks awesome. Except there are so many characters and so many movies now that I don't feel invested in all of them. Like, I, the main ones, obviously, because I've seen multiple movies with them in it. You know, like, they kill Iron Man. I'd be bummed because I've been with Iron Man through how many now? Is it five or six with him in it? Because uh, you've got the three Iron Mans, you've got the <clears throat> Avengers, you've got the second Avengers. Right. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, Winter Soldier, nope, Civil War, six, six, and Homecoming, seven, seven. Homecoming, yeah. Okay, so see, like, you kill him, I get it. If you killed Spider-Man, I'd be like, ah, that sucks, poor kid. Where, and like, wow. Thor's Harsh. one of those where like, wow. like, Thor, he's been with us for a while, so I'm like, I'd be kind of bummed with Thor, but I don't think I'd be as bummed with like, if, what's the big guy from Guardians died, you know? Like, Strax, you're really obsessed with death. In this conversation, I, know. I, I am, I am, because everybody just keeps talking about who's gonna die in this movie. So we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there but, yet. <laughs> but you know, that's where where I'm going with this, though, is that there's while there's, there's so many characters, and although I like them, it's kind of like I'm hanging with my BFF, or oh, it's that one person that comes to the barbecue every now and again. Right. While you while know, there's that's kind of how I feel with some of the characters. They've mentioned 76 main characters. You're not gonna get a lot of time with all of these characters. It's going to be your core Avengers. You're going to get some cool little cameos of, of the Wakanda characters. Uh, you're going to get some cool little cameos of, of like some of the Ant-Man characters, but they're not going to be in there for a very long time. In fact, Ant-Man's probably not going to be in this movie for very long. Not that he's going to die. He's just not going to be in it for much of the fighting. No, in, in fact, we haven't <clears throat> even seen him in a trailer or right. Hawkeye. Or Hawkeye, right. Um, <clears throat> so there's, there's, there's like three separate teams that you're going to be focusing mostly on of main heroes. Uh, the Guardians kind of split up certain ones with certain people. Doctor Strange, um, Thor and Rocket and Groot are together as a threesome. That should be funny. Um, <clears throat> and then you got the Wakanda fighters, which is like Captain America, Black Widow. Uh, the, the, the bulk of the fighting is going to be in Wakanda with those characters and fighting Thanos. I saw some cool scenes from Good Morning America today where they're fighting the, uh, the Black Order for the first time. It looks amazing. Mm -hmm. um, they're fighting like this little warehouse. It okay, looks... who's the Black Order? All right, good. I got her away from death. Okay, there you go. We can start talking about <laughs> new. Well, they're causing death. So who's the Black Order? The new characters. Well... Yes, the Black Order is in the comic books. They're the children of Thanos. Right. So it's Call Obsidian. These are great names, by the way, Jenny. Call Obsidian, mm -hmm. Ebony Maw, and Proxima Midnight. Fantastic That's names. Approximately midnight. Proxima. Proxima Midnight. There's a fourth one. The, there's a fourth okay. one in the comic, but they don't, I don't think they're using them. So call, uh, giant, giant something or other. No, they're not. Uh, yeah. Call Call Obsidian, Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight. There you go. I'm Proxima, still gonna call Proxima it 1159. Awesome huh? It reminds me of it's approximately midnight, so no. I'll remember that one easily. She's like she's name. she's awesome, and she's married, I think, in the comics to Call Obsidian. I believe you are correct. 
Um, I don't have that written down, but I believe you are correct. And Call Obsidian is like Thanos' right hand. And there are theories that he will be our next main villain going forward if Thanos is destroyed or, you know, rendered uh, useless. So you're saying Thanos is being destroyed? Well, this, I mean, his story has to end sometime. <laughs> Not necessarily. See, see, in the comics, they do it different. In right. the movies, I I can't remember a villain that's actually been killed off as far as the Marvel Universe goes. They all die. What are you talking about? Like you have not seen them dead. They're just assumed dead. There's a lot of them that are dead, and we're not going to see again. Tom Tom needs somebody to like take him to the morgue, unzip the bag, and go, yep, can you identify this body? <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, I don't recall any that have really died. They've just gone, disappeared. Uh, Killmonger is dead. Ego is dead. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Killmonger did die. You're Ego's right. dead. Ronan's dead. Killgrave's dead. Yondu's dead. He's not a villain, though. Um, Ultron... Is Ronan really dead? Yeah. Or is he in the stone, maybe? No, he's dead. <laughs> uh, Hive, if we're going TV shows, Hive's dead. Um, Odin... Well, not really a villain again. Ultron, dead. I mean, there's a lot of, that are dead. Sorry, guys. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> you still got a week. Catch up. Alyssa Jones from Jessica Jones, dead. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Spoiler. Alyssa Jones is in Jessica Jones season two. Anyway. All right. So, yes. Yeah. Those those are the Black Order and the Children of Thanos. They're probably going to end up on Earth first before Thanos gets there as the welcoming party, so to speak. Um. And it's that's gonna be your mocap characters, by the way. Mocap, motion capture for people like me that didn't know what that was. Right. Um, and you only get a real cool visual of one of them in the trailer that I've seen so far. Yeah, there's you got a good picture of all three of them in one of the last trailers, like the main trailer. Not they're all standing kind of in a circle, right? Around him, you see all three of them, and they like smile, and one of them stabs either Loki or Thor. Well, Maul, in the one preview, he's actually torturing Strange. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's that trailer where he's sticking ni- silver Sphinx. blades or something. <laughs> yeah. Don't look pretty. Um. All right. Let's see here. What other new characters? I mean, Thanos will finally get to see Josh Brolin flex his voice muscles um, as Thanos and then as Cable in Deadpool 2. Uh, let's see. So, returning characters that won't get a lot of time. So, this is what I'm talking about. So, Okoye uh, and T'Challa's sister, Shuri, will be in it, but probably not very long. Um, Hawkeye will be in it, but probably not very long. Maria Hill, probably not very long. Ant-Man, not very long. Uh, M'Baku from Wakanda, not very long. Valkyrie, not very long. Angela Bassett. I don't, I don't know that she'll even be, I haven't seen anything about her. She's in it. She was awesome. She's in it. They said she'll be in it. Uh, Happy Hogan, probably not very long. Ned, not long. Uh, so, yeah. These are all characters that are just going to get little. And Pepper Potts so won't be in it very long. She might die, actually, if I think about it. Um, I'm okay with that. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Wong, probably. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jenny is Mistress Death. Yeah. Uh, Wong, Heimdall. Um, Nebula, I can see having a big role. Nebula, I can see dying, actually. Possibility. Um, yeah, and then the rest Nebula, are... is that the butterfly chick from Guardians? The butterfly? No, that's Mantis? 
Mantis. Okay. <laughs> Nebula. Nebula. Which one's Nebula? Nebula's Gamora's sister. Okay, okay. I like her. She's bad. Yeah, she's, bad she's cool. So the rest of them are Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Cap, even though he's given up his shield, uh, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, War Machine, who last we saw was paralyzed, uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Falcon, Bucky Barnes, not the White Soldier, but he's the White Something. We'll talk white about wolf. Ta- oh, Okay, I was going to say we'll talk about that in a second, but we can just say it now. He's the White Wolf, who was a character from Black Panther, and we see that in the credit scenes. He's the White Wolf. Uh, Loki Heimdall is going to be there. Wong, Mantis, Nebula, Drax, Gamora, Groot, Teenage Groot, Rocket. I love Teenage Groot. Uh, the Collector and Star-Lord. Why is Star-Lord last on this list? That's weird. Um, and then Peter Dinklage is somewhere in the middle. <laughs> He's just some dude. Uh, so, yeah. And is there... Now, just you and me, do you think there's a possibility of another female maybe making a cameo? No. You don't think so? Uh, no. You think it'll be in the next one? Uh, yes, after she gets her own movie. Okay. That is Captain just, Marvel he's we, talking about. We just confused Jenny. <laughs> I know. He's talking about Captain Marvel, who won't be seen until March of next year. And everybody's excited, because it's going to be great. I think so. Uh, yeah, that actress alone has me stoked. Indeed. Brie Larson? Come on. It's in the 90s? Come on! Wasn't my first choice, but I like it. And it brings back Nick Fury, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Ronan's gonna be in it again, <laughs> and Korath from Guardians 1. Some some good stuff there. Hmm. Phil Coulson, alive and well. Jude Law. Jude Law? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he's. Pl- they've revealed his character. Thanks, Wikipedia. I don't oh, think they that- did? I hope that's not a spoiler. Yeah, I hadn't even seen that. I'm not going to say it, because that's a big one. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to say it. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, I guess we got 15 minutes left. We can talk death. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yes. doing that the whole time. Yeah, guys. Uh, you're, you're some of your favorite characters, uh, if not one, more than one, are going to die in these two movies, Avengers 3 and 4. Uh, it's, it's bound to happen. They got to clear, they got to clean the fat as, as they say, we got new Avengers being created every day. Um, and with the (laughs) prospect of adding the fantastic four and X-Men into the MCU, which is a likelihood at this point, the rumor is that that's the next step for the Marvel cinematic universe is introducing these characters. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. Uh, I don't. I do not want Deadpool hanging out with Vision or just any of that crap. Just put it to death now. I don't want it. Um, okay, Tom. Yeah. Who do you think will die? I. I'm gonna go as the major death. I. I think you're right. Uh, Nebula could be one because she's so driven and she's not strong enough. Driven, so I think she, driven to kill Thanos? To kill Thanos, yeah. But I don't think she's equipped to do so. I think she's a possibility. But my major death, I think I'm going to go with Cap. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've read some stuff behind the scenes where he wants out, this, that, and the other, whatever. But I think his story may have run its course to this point. And there's always, in the, in the background, we know there's somebody to take his spot. 
There's several characters that could yeah. take a spot. Right. Or his his role, I guess. <clears throat> not not necessarily be that. Yeah, and I got a friend of mine. He just he he can't fathom any of them dying. And I'm like, dude, the way they're structuring this from phase to phase, I hate to say it, but somebody's gonna have to. Yeah. Well, this whole rift between Tony and Steve, one of them's gonna die. Yes. It's gonna culminate in them coming together. And then one dying, and then the other one just losing their minds in fury. Because right. that's how you do it. That's how you write drama, people. Exactly. The two. That's the, not predictable. The two brothers <laughs> who started this team, <clears throat> torn apart by, by mommy and daddy issues. And I think it'll be a sec, almost like a sacrifice death to save the other. Yeah. So we don't know which one, but yeah. Well, you've already right. and it, it'll resonate for a long time. You've already seen some pretty powerful stuff with Steve and Thanos um, fighting each other, which is incredible. Uh, those those moments, again, that Marvel earned, and they look fantastic. Uh, where he's holding the glove, and just Thanos is like, whoa, hey now. Yeah. What do we got here? Hey, no. What do we got here? Um, all right, Jenny, you don't know, but you can guess who is going to die. I have three. Wow. I think they're going to kill three. Okay. 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 On the lesser side, I think it's going to be um, Iron Man's buddy that flies around in the suit with Iron Man. War Machine. War Machine. War Machine. I think it's going to be War Machine. I think it's going to be Vision because they kind of hint at that because he takes the stone from his head in the trailer. And I think it's going to be Iron Man. I think it's going to be those three. Yeah, Vision was one I thought because, you know, you got to take the stone. But I, I go back and I don't think Vision so much because if you go back to Civil War, he makes a comment. No, he makes a comment mm-hmm. about being able to control the stone. So maybe he'll be able to exist without it. So I don't know. It's possibility. Hmm. Or it'll, I, be a, I... it'll be a thing where they do remo- remove it and then he's rendered useless. And then after the fighting, Tony is able to bring him back. Yeah, something like that. Without the stone. Interesting. Maybe. <clears throat> or even or even Scarlet Witch. She might have the power to do that. Yeah, there you go. Since they're gonna have the romantic thing going on, apparently. She's hmm. gonna she's gonna be digging on an android, apparently. Hey, sometimes the android's the best one. It's better than when the comic books made her dig on her brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wow. thing. That was a thing, quick. You know they actually yeah, I read an article that they they talked about doing it in the movie in Age of Ultron, but the, they, they said no, this this ain't gonna work out. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't care what country you're from. That's probably not good for your Disney movie. You did not see that. You did not see that coming. <laughs> nope. No, no, we didn't see incest in, a, in, <laughs> nope. in an Avengers no, movie you. coming. Um, I yeah, I'm still sticking with my one of the two. It's either Iron Man or Cap, and I think Cap is the bigger one. If Cap dies, it's a bigger deal than Tony. Um, you know, he is. I don't know though because Tony is the one that has, that kind of. I mean, Tony's the one that screwed everything up every time. Yes. Go back and watch those movies. He's the reason why they're in so much trouble in Civil War. Yep. He's the reason they're in so much trouble in Infinity and in All Age of Ultron. Yep. Tony Tony messes up a lot, and I think part of it. If his story is his redemption of those screw-ups is going to be stopping Thanos. And to do it fully, Cap is going to sacrifice himself for Tony. 
And that's going to be the, the click for Tony and like, you know, I need to change kind of like how Batman changed when Superman died to go to that stupid. Well, um, but Captain America is a bigger deal in this universe. Um, he is, they made a movie called the first Avenger and I think he'll be the first major Avenger to die. I think it would be a bigger deal in that universe mm-hmm. <clears throat> as we listen to the sundries dry. Well, I think he's got more of a connection with everyone because a lot of people just don't like Tony because right. of his, his ego and right. everything. But he's a everyone dick. genuinely likes Steve. Right. Tony. Know? Tony's a dick. He he, he doesn't even need the alcohol to be a dick in this universe. <laughs> um, you know, I I've stuck up for him before to other people, but when it just comes down to it, you can see his side in Civil War, and you know, you can see both people's side. But there would be no Age of Ultron war if not for Tony. He just had to take it too far because of his quote unquote fear of his friends dying. But that's, they, you know, they've then said that that's not the reason why. Um, but yeah, I, I just, Tony has a way to go before he can earn a, a heroic death, I think. All right. I still think he's going to die. <laughs> he still could uh, at the end of the, the fourth one. Because um, his character, I don't think is going to be needed much longer. And I don't think RDJ is going to be able to, is going to want to do, keep doing this as Iron Man. Now, he could be there as Tony Stark. Right. In a uh, consultant type way. Kind of think of, right. kind of think of like Peggy yeah. Carter in Ant-Man. Exactly. That's what I was just, just going to say. Yeah. You think of Peggy Carter or Michael Douglas's character in Ant-Man when they're old. Okay. <clears throat> I think. It's that movie you didn't like. I know. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Um, Very good. So you say. Yeah, and uh, other people. Uh, <laughs> just a couple. So if you want to get ready, if you if you haven't bought your tickets yet and you have some time before you're going to see Infinity War, go read the 1991 book, The Infinity Gauntlet, written by uh, Jim Starlin. Uh, some of the great artwork in there. Uh, as well it's an older book it looks a little dated but it still holds up um it's still a very good book i read it recently the other day it's six issues combined into trade paperback can't it's not that hard to to get into uh artwork by george perez that should be a, a big selling point for you george perez is one of the best so go go pick it up you'll get the gist of some of what's going to be seen coming up um again it's it's inspired by this book it's not you know tip word for word page panel by panel Right, uh, but you you'll see. Even, you could even pick up Infinity, the one that was uh, the more recent, because it still has a lot of references to the same thing. That was like 2015. Yes. Let's see, Infinity, comic book. Yeah, uh, 2013. 13. There you go. So there you go. Written by Jonathan. Word. Oh, all right. Excuse me. I think that's going to do it. I think that's that's an episode, right? Uh, if you guys have any theories before you see it, again, this episode comes out the day before it comes out, but uh, let us know what you thought of the movie. At Atomic Kingdom on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, and all that stuff. Let us know. Reply to the the website, AtomicKingdom.com. You can reply right to this episode and leave a message in the comments. Talk to us there. Let us know what you think of the movie, who you think is going to die before you see it, all of that good stuff. Uh, you can talk to Tom on Twitter about wrestling. <laughs> I am on Twitter at skiz underscore world. Tell them how much the Indians suck. Uh, easy. 
Uh, Jenny, you're on Twitter talking about books and stuff. Yep, at Robbie Art. You can follow her in all of her convention escapades. Yep, same on Instagram, too. There you go. Uh, again, at Atomic Kingdom for all of that good stuff. Like, follow, subscribe on YouTube. All of that fantastic things and stuff. Uh, we got some cool stuff we're working on behind the scenes. We're working on uh, some new themed episodes, perhaps, uh, involving a game of some sort. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, we're working on some interviews, some book club stuff, uh, more cons coming up as the temperature someday will go above 30 um, in my neck of the woods. Maybe. For you, we'll, yeah. We'll see. No, nah, it was. The snow's melting. It's 50 degrees out all day, so. Uh, we'll see. It happened last time, and then we got two snowstorms in the same week, so we'll see. Uh, the laundry's about to be done, so I gotta say goodbye. Everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you next week. Adios. Adios. Peace.